We all know that rates and inventory are challenging right now, but how do you still speak to first-time homebuyers? We're going to talk about that today. Stay tuned. This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by Real Geeks. How many homes are you going to sell this year? Do you have the right tools? Is your website turning soft leads into interested buyers? Are you spending money on leads that aren't converting? Well, Real Geeks is your solution. Find out why agents across the country choose Real Geeks as their technology partner. Real Geeks was created by an agent for agents. They pride themselves on delivering a sales and marketing solution so that you can easily generate more business. Their agent websites are fast and built for lead conversion with a smooth search experience for your visitors. Real Geeks also includes an easy-to-use agent CRM, so once a lead signs up on your website, you can track their interest and have great follow-up conversations. Real Geeks is loaded with a ton of marketing tools to nurture your leads and increase brand awareness. Visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod and find out why realtors come to Real Geeks to generate more business. Again, visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod. And now, on to our show. Welcome to another episode of Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. Uh, my name is DJ Paris. I'm your guide and host through the show. And today, once again, is our monthly series, Learn with a Lender with Joel Schaub from Guaranteed Rate. Now, Joel is the Vice President of Lending at Guaranteed Rate. He's been doing loans at a high level since 2003. And he's got to that level because of what he does specifically for agents, which is that he gives back part of his commission to the buyer on every transaction, making you, the agent, look like a hero. Last year alone, Joel gave back almost $300,000 of his commission to buyers who worked with him. And that puts Joel's volume in the top one-tenth of 1% 1 of all loan officers nationwide. Out, out of, In fact, out of 400,000 loan officers, Joel is ranked number 137. Again, out of 400,000 loan officers, Joel's in, in the top uh, 200 agents in the entire country. Last year, he closed 619 uh, different transactions, his highest ever. Um, this year already, even in, in a year we know is a bit challenging, um, he's already closed 286 transactions in all the way through the end of this quarter uh, for $116 million. But more importantly than the numbers is Joel's dedication to education. The way that he built his business is so simpatico to what we try to do on this podcast, which is try to educate people so that you can thrive in markets like now. So if you're looking for a loan officer, or if you're looking for a different loan officer to partner with, um, we cannot more highly recommend Joel. He's the very best I've ever worked with. And, and anyone I've ever sent to him says the exact same thing. But Joel can be reached, by the way. You can reach out to him by emailing him, joel at rate dot com, J-O-E-L at rate.com, or you can shoot him a text message or call him at 773-654-2049. Let's say hello to the biggest Cubs fan I know, Joel. Welcome once again. DJ, hey, thanks so much for having me on. And those numbers, they when I hear them from you, kind of always blows my mind. But coming on each and every single month, uh, we really like to give back and we really like to share something. If I'm an agent listening, that can help us get one more transaction, maybe help a new buyer 
right now in this market help a seller, maybe calm them uh, and uh, talk them off a ledge because properties aren't selling as fast, are they? Right. Yeah. It's it seems to be that inventory is still low. Properties aren't selling as fast because, of course, interest rates have gone up. Um, and I think it's important we talk about this because I, I know there's a lot of stress out there in the industry right now. Realtors are stressed. Loan officers are stressed. Um, and we want to do what we can to alleviate some of the stress and just keep everyone going. I was having this conversation with an agent that, uh, and I fully disagreed with, and I think this is a, a great one to see how many of our listeners agree with this person, right? A little controversial, right? And they had a buyer, DJ, and they said, well, I'm going to wait until prices come down. And the agent fully agreed that there's a crash coming. They, they fully agreed that there was a major price drop happening with mortgage rates going up. They were fully on board that we would see an across-the-board drop in prices. And I said, I have to stop you right there. I'm in the exact opposite camp. Okay. And I really believe there's only two ways for prices in all of the markets to go down drastically. And one would be a lot more inventory. Right. Right. And I said, well, let's walk that line for a minute. How do we get a bunch of additional inventory? Are sellers going to start selling in droves when they already have rates that are locked in in the twos and threes? No, yeah, so that's probably, probably not. not there. Yeah. Are we going to have a lot of new home start, right? With the supply chain issues and the cost of goods going up, are we going to have so many additional spec homes where the supply ends up being so high to drive values down? No, probably I don't not. think either yeah. of those are going to be there, right? And then lastly, do we think there's going to be a big wave of foreclosures? All these people that had their income double and triple checked by mortgage guys like me, that had good down payments, are they somehow going to walk away from a home that they put five, 10 or 20% down? Unlikely. No. Yeah. So without this big supply, I don't see values across the board going down. And I explained this and you know, we, we agreed to disagree, but I think in certain markets and in certain individual sellers, we will see price reductions and we will see buyers getting deals. And that's what I'm really excited for, for buyers that are entering this market that maybe haven't bought before. Yeah. And I think too, it's really important that our listeners who are realtors, who are in the industry, take a step outside of the industry from time to time and realize that, especially for first time home buyers, um, you know, rates aren't really as relevant to a first-time homeowner. Not meaning that they're not important. Of course they're important, but they're not at the top of usually the list of importance of how to make a decision about buying a property, right? So if we think about the psychology of, of figuring out, you know, making the transition from renting to buying, I know when I first when I was ready to purchase a property, my very first property, I don't know, Joel, if you, you can relate to this, um, if you had the same experience, I was ready because I knew I had to save a bunch of money for a down payment. Whatever the rates were, they just were. Like, it wasn't yeah. like, well, I didn't, you know, I and I think most people sort of work that way. They're like, they save up for years or however long it takes them for, you know, a down payment that's, you know, 20% or, or less or whatever they, they can afford. And then it's just, okay, we're ready. Let's Let's figure it out. And whatever the rates are, you know, that month, that, you know, that day is kind of where you're at because um, you're ready when you're ready emotionally. And I, I'm, I just think 
you know, and also 7% rates, which is what we're seeing as, you know, a common, common number these days, um, is not the end of the world too, right? It doesn't, it's not double digits. We're not, you know, oh my gosh, nobody can afford it. But I, I just think it's important for people to think about like the first time home buyer. I know I didn't think about it at all when I was buying my first home. I just went, okay, I just talked to a lender and that's what the rate was, what the rate was. If I'm an agent, I need to control the narrative because if you watch the TV and all you hear are rates are higher, that's what got a lot of people into the market before when they were rates were low. When rates were so low, people that had no interest in ever buying said, well, I better do it because rates are so low. They went in and they bought places, $20,000, $50,000 over DJ, right? Yeah. They were overspending on the properties. And now that there's an opportunity for buyers to get a good deal, they don't want to buy. Oh, let's right. change the narrative, right? You've yeah. heard me say this for years. I like buying my shirts on sale. Yeah. I like buying shoes on sale. This is the opportunity for buyers to buy real estate on sale. If you're an agent and you can teach the buyers, there is an opportunity. And the fact that we don't see a major reduction in prices on the horizon, because that scares people, right? Why would I buy now? What happens if the value goes down 20%? I just don't see that happening in major markets across the board. Yeah, I, I was reading an article today um, by on Lifehacker, which the um, I'll I'll try to post a link to it, but it basically says what a seven percent mortgage rate really means for your monthly payment. Now, this isn't an industry, um, you know, publication. This is just a, for anyone. Uh, Lifehack. It's a great website, by the way. Lifehacker. It's a great blog. I really encourage people to check it out. There's lots of real great tips about how to just you know live your life more efficiently and effectively. But anyway, they were kind of going through the different you know rate increases. And, you know, here's what monthly payments look like at 3% and 7%, 8%, et cetera. And the article itself is great, but the thing I was most interested in was the very first comment. And um, I want to just read it. Uh, it's by a woman named Meredith Dietz, just some sort of, you know, you know, person outside of the industry. And she wrote this comment and I thought it was so perfect because it's exactly how I feel. She goes, and I'm quoting her. Quote, I hope to encourage, and again, this is not the author. This is just somebody who read the article and is responding to it. So I don't know who, if Meredith Dietz is even a real person, um, but anyway, I'm going to quote her. I hope to encourage you young first-time homebuyers. When we bought our first house in the 90s, the rate on our mortgage was eight and a quarter percent, but we were able just a few years later to refinance at about 5%. So even if you end up needing to borrow now at a higher rate, there's a pretty good likelihood you could refinance at a lower rate down the road. Now, that is exactly what Joel has been saying forever, right? And this is a good thing to, to hear from people outside of the industry. You're not being fed this just from your loan officer, who, of course, you know wants to keep keep the deals coming in. That's actually true. And it's exactly what happened to me. When I, when I um, bought my first place in 2005, I don't remember what the rate was four something, five something, whatever it was. Uh, a couple years later, I refinanced and I got a lower rate. And then guess what happened? Two years later, I refinanced again. It was not as big of a deal because you marry the rate, sorry, you date the rate, you marry the home. And I just thought that was such a perfect comment. I like to take it one step further right now. I like to marry the home and divorce the hell out of the rate. Okay, it's coming. <laughs> all right, all right. 
These are the highest rates, and it's a short-term problem, which is inflation, right? We know the Fed can get it under control. We just don't know when, DJ. So we can divorce that rate, and it's going to happen, okay? I don't have a crystal ball, but I do, okay? Right? So think of that. I don't have it, but we know in the industry that the Fed isn't planning on keeping rates this high. And when they actually say that they're going to stop with the Fed cycle of increases, the treasury yield, they're going to drop 100 to 200 basis points. And we literally should see these rates go from the sevens. We're not going to get back down to the twos and threes. That was during the major problems that we had because of COVID. But we really, truly expect to see rates in the fours and fives. And that isn't 10 years from now. That's not seven years from now. Literally sometime in the next two to three years, we'll see rates that are considerably lower. And if you can get in now and buy a property, especially if you're a renter and you're in one of these major market areas where you're paying a lot of money in rent, which does not go down, buy a place now and be able to see the future where you can actually get a lower monthly payment because those rates will come down. Yeah, I totally 100% agree. I I think this is something that we need to be very careful as real estate professionals to limit the amount of exposure we have to some of this media information about rates equal fear, rates going up equals bad. We have to remember the economy was in such despair and turmoil that the Fed had to lower rates to keep the economy going. We were at one of we were almost at, at Great Depression level uh, with respect to you know unemployment and and lots of lots of issues. Obviously, we all we all lived through that. So that was an anomaly. That was a blip. That was we were seeing rates, uh, you know, uh, you know historic lows. That is not the benchmark. That is not what we should be measuring against. We should be measuring against what has the average, uh, you know, what what has been happening. And as real estate professionals, we need to look at these cycles and understand and have a story to tell. Right now, homes are on sale. Whereas Joel said, I like to buy things on sale. The hardest part about being a financial advisor, if anyone knows, if anyone is a financial advisor listening or has a financial advisor, the hardest thing a financial advisor has to do is convince people to invest when stocks are undervalued, right? Like that's a tough thing because you're like, oh, this one thing that's like, it's undervalued and it's it doesn't seem like a good investment. But it actually is the like now is not the time to buy the thing that's uh, you know up a hundred percent in value, right? So it's the same same option, same thing with you. Just have to overcome the psychology of un- explaining to people that it's actually a really good time to get in, and then we are going to, as Joel said, divorce the rate in the future, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna bring it back down to a more manageable number. I want to pause for a moment to talk about our episode sponsor, our one of my favorite companies out there, Follow Up Boss. Now, after interviewing hundreds of top realtors in the country for this podcast, do you know which CRM is used by more than any other by our guests? Of course, it is Follow Up Boss. And let's face it, following up is the key to taking your business to the next level. Follow Up Boss will help you drive more leads in less time and with less effort. Do not take my word for it. Robert Slack, who runs the number one team in the U.S., 
uses Follow-Up Boss, and he has built a $1.5 billion business in just six years. Follow-Up Boss integrates with over 250 systems, so you can keep your current tools and lead sources. Also, the best part, they have seven-day-a-week support, so you'll get the help that you need when you need it. And get this, Follow-Up Boss is so sure that you're going to love their CRM that for a limited time, they're offering Keeping It Real listeners a 30-day free trial, which is twice as much time as they give everyone else. And oh yeah, no credit card required. So you can try it risk-free, but only if you use this special link. Visit followupboss.com forward slash real. That's followupboss.com forward slash real for your free 30-day trial. Follow up like a boss with Follow Up Boss. And now back to our episode. In the meantime, there's a lot of buyers that would like to get lower rates and they feel like they've missed out. So we continue to see this uh, reoccurrence of this uh, mortgage option where we can temporarily buy down the rate, DJ. Okay. How does that work? And it, and it comes in a couple of different forms, but you'd have to be under a rock to not have heard about this 2-1 buy down, right? Yeah. Every realtor and mortgage person recently is talking about how can I get the rate lower during these next couple of years where we anticipate the rate staying high? And a 2-1 buy-down isn't a new idea. It means that for the first year of the mortgage, the rate is 2% lower than the current market. In year number two, the rate is 1% lower than the current market. And then in years three through 30, it was whatever the rate that was locked in, that's safe and secure. And it's not an alternative to somebody who can't qualify with that rate. It's a way to get the sellers to lower the total cost for a buyer. So let's walk through this 2-1 yeah. buy-down. And I want to show the strategy on both sides because if you're right. listening and you're taking notes, this is a really great way to get more buyers. And it's also a great way to get your seller to sell without making another price cut, okay? So a 2-1 buy-down. Right now, even though the market, everybody is saying rates that are in the sevens, it's not that hard with a 20% down payment I had a client that locked in this morning at 6.75. We just shopped it around and got a good rate. But from there, we took a seller credit and we drove the rate down to 4.75 in year number one. Wow. 5.75 in year number two. And then going forward, they'll have that 6.75 rate locked in for life. And we just asked the seller to give a 3% closing cost credit. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. So how how does that so how how would an agent explore the these uh, two one buy downs? On the buyer side, it's very easy. Whenever we're submitting an offer, if we ask for a seller credit up to three percent, it will more than cover the buy down for the client. So whatever bank they're working with, every mortgage banker should know how to do this by now. Okay, I was doing it back in two thousand and eight. I was on a big development here in the city of Chicago, and the developer was looking for ways to sell more properties, right? Compete with the buildings that were right next door. And that's what they did. They said, we will buy down your rate for the first two years. And so the seller gives a credit. So let's go through a scenario so that we can put some pen to paper and understand exactly how to do it and what it saves. And why not just ask for a price reduction, right? So. If we were buying a home at $400,000 and the client got a 3% reduction in the price, their payment's about $88 less per month. So that's nice. 
but if we drove the rate down for the first two years, in year number one, that client's payment is $488 lower in the first year, $250 lower in year number two, and then again, three through 30, it's still at a low fixed rate, but by that time, the hope that we could refinance that loan, right? Yeah. Okay, so let's take a look at this. If I'm a buyer, do I wanna save $88 for the next 30 years? Or do I want to front load all of that interest and drive the rate down? Do I want a lower rate? Of course. Yeah, I do. want a lower rate. Okay. Yeah. So if I just get that 3% credit from the seller, all I'm getting in terms of a price reduction, I'm saving $88 if it's just coming off the price. But if I get that in form of a seller credit, the mortgage broker can do a 2-1 buy down. And it's just a temporary rate reduction for the first two years. And that literally saves them hundreds of dollars because we're front loading the savings in the time that we need it the most dj that is that is a really smart um uh, strategy so two one buy downs is is what we're talking about with uh with a seller credit um and wow that you're, you're blowing my mind right now with that i i actually um i have all these ideas of thoughts about how to how to start marketing uh that to to our agents but for our listeners um, if they wanted to learn more of these creative strategies and they want to partner with a lender who brings ideas like this to the table, which by the way, for everyone listening, this is what you should be pushing your partners to do, right? Right now, you should be pushing them to say, how do I talk to buyers? How do I talk to sellers? Joel just gave you a great option for people that are struggling right now with the high interest rates, you know, talking about, you know, actually he's given many different options over the course of all of the episodes he's done with us, but this is a great opportunity to reevaluate your relationships you have with specifically with loan officers. There's a lot of loan officers out there. There aren't a lot of loan officers who are going to consistently bring ideas like this to the table. But Joel, um, I also know that you are partnering with a lot of realtors right now and helping them um, build their business, even through these you know, stressful times. Um, so if anyone out there is thinking about reevaluating, seeing what other uh, loan officers offer, um, what's the best way that they should reach out to you? Well, the last time I announced this, I was actually overwhelmed by the number of emails that I got wanting to be added to the marketing list. So I have a weekly newsletter that breaks this down into plain English and helps agents actually have some digestible talking points so that you don't need to know everything, damn it. You just need to know enough where you can educate buyers and educate your sellers without getting into all of the deep jargon, right? Yeah. So the last time I did it, I think I had about 200 replies. It was absolutely, <laughs> my inbox was full. Uh, and so, yeah, you can email me and get added to the weekly newsletter. It's joel, J-O-E-L, at rate.com. And that's my guaranteed rate email address where I will reply and I'll add you to the weekly newsletter so that you can get the tips and the tricks. And especially if you're a newer agent, you need some good talking points and you need to work with somebody in your local market too. It's not just me. Find a mortgage professional that wants to give to you, wants to meet with you, wants to really spend money on you. Okay. There are a lot of RESPA compliant ways that a mortgage professional can help a realtor. And that's how all my relationships are built is finding ways to give back. Okay. 
if you do have a buyer that you need help with, uh, you can also email me in that same email and say, send me your lender introduction template. And I'll be happy to work with the buyer, get them pre-approved, and then give back part of my commission, which is $1,500 to the buyer. It makes you look good. And then we can work together on some transactions for sure. You know, I, I I think that's a great idea. I hope everyone reaches out to you and joins your mailing list, um, your weekly uh, mailing list, because they're going to get these ideas like the one you shared today with the 2-1 buy down. I also just want to throw a last minute idea on there. And this is something that Joel and his team uh, can help with. Um, and, you know, other loan officers can as well if, if you're not able to work with Joel. But this is a great time right now to start doing um, you know, first time home buyer webinars, seminars. This is, these are guys, these are the people that don't care about rates. <laughs> if, if there's anyone out there that doesn't, it's not that they don't care about rates. They don't care as much about rates as the person who's buying their second, third, fourth home, right? These are people that I've saved. They're so excited. They need guidance. You can partner with someone like Joel to help you put these together. I know so many people we've interviewed on this show have built entire careers uh, as realtors for just hosting, you know, I want to buy my first condo or I want to buy my first property. You can start doing that on social media and other places and partnering up with a loan officer like Joel is a great idea. Joel, you do a ton of these. And, and we're doing them via Zoom. We're doing them in person. It's a really great way, especially when you say they don't care about rate. I'd rephrase it in this way. Is that yeah, I was, I was paying, being a little edgy. Yeah, <laughs> but they're, they're not dependent on it. If I'm paying yes. rent, I'm paying 100% of that rent yes. in a form of interest, right? Right. All of it is out the window. Where if yes. the rate of uh, mortgages is 7%, that's a heck of a lot lower than 100% going out the window. Right. And so we can educate and teach and we want to buy something when rates are higher simply because we have the ability to refinance it down the road. And there's a lot less competition to go buy a home right now and over the next 12 to 24 months than we had the competition when rates were at 2 or 3%. You couldn't even get your foot in the door. So now there's an opportunity to slow down teach and help. And the more people you can teach and the more people you can help, the bigger your name gets and the more you spread. And the way that you do this would be seminars and teaching and education. There's a lot of ways that we can partner together on those scenarios. No question. And Joel, you've been doing this since 2003. Teach, help, and wait, right? Teach, help, wait. Meaning, just const teach, help, repeat, teach, help, repeat. And I need wait. that on a t-shirt. I love that. Idea. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Okay. That's it's, the next billboard. <laughs> you know, it's, I, I was, I, Joel, I was talking, I was, I was telling Joel this offline. Um, I was out with a mutual friend of Joel and I's uh, the, the recently. And, and we, we were talking about uh, Joel, um, but Joel wasn't there. It was my friend and talking I, talking about and we were saying, back, right? Yeah. Behind your back. Love and um, so uh, we were saying, you know, it's so rare to find somebody who's in a sales capacity, who has a sales job, who actually you don't think of as a salesperson, somebody who is legitimately all about training, education, 
and being just a good human being, giving, giving. And we were talking about that and we're like, isn't it funny that Joel's technically in sales? Because that's just not what you think of. You think of the guy who is constantly giving his time on this podcast, constantly giving to various organizations, various charities, various different uh, thing organizations that that he believes in. And I just think um, that is that has really been the secret to your. I mean, obviously you're incredibly skilled, and I don't want to take anything away from your your business acumen as well. But just being a good human being and giving uh, has really been the secret to your success. I don't want to speak for you, but I that that's the, what Mike and I came up with. I'm terrible at sales. I'm better just being friends with people. And literally, <laughs> I like making people laugh. I like educating. I like doing that. I remember I couldn't even, I got fired literally from Circuit City. I couldn't sell. I just, the people were like, should I buy this? I'm like, I wouldn't buy that. No. And so <laughs> it, it didn't come naturally to me. Uh, but what does come naturally is the way that most agents that are highly successful have grown their business, which is just by the more people you can touch, the more yeah. people that you can surround yourself and give back to. Uh, it's that whole giver's gain mentality that if I'm listening to this podcast right now, I'm thinking of the five or 10 people that I want to give back to the people that maybe this year lost out on a home. They couldn't buy when rates were low because every time they put in an offer, somebody was coming in with cash, or maybe every time they put in an offer, somebody had a bigger down payment. And so now these really great couples, these families, these individuals, that had a low down payment that couldn't compete, they can compete now. Let's go out and help those people. And the more people you help right now and putting your plan together for 2023, going to really dictate how the next year goes. And it's all about staying positive, controlling the narrative, and knowing that when rates are this high, there's an opportunity for buyers. Okay. So one thing though, we got sidetracked. We talked about the two one buy down. And before we go, I got to talk about how this helps sellers. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah. We didn't talk. We well, I got excited. Side. Talk yeah. about sellers. Well, you were telling me the story about talking behind my back and I had to like, tune <laughs> in. I wanted to hear this, DJ. But on the buy side, it makes sense. Okay. So we have a rate buy down for the time in which we think rates are going to be high. Okay. So how does this help sellers? It really helps them because if a buyer comes in and they only want a 3% credit, we'd be happy to sell the home at 97% of list today. Okay. Sure. I can already hear the agents on this nodding their head. Wouldn't you be happy to get a full price offer with Thrilled. a 3% credit back? Oh yeah. It's not that the buyers need this. So it's a lot different than in the past when we're submitting an offer and seeing like, oh, the, the buyer needs a credit to close. Maybe they're not qualified. That's not the story anymore. They're working with true mortgage professionals that are talking to them about the 2-1 buy-down rate program. When they submit an offer, it's just another added benefit that if you as the seller don't take, they're going to go to the next listing, right? So instead of yeah. doing a price reduction, let's work on seeing if we can put it right into the agent remarks. Seller to pay for rate buy-down for buyer, right? And you're seeing it in the MLS wow. a lot lately. And so now think That's about that That's a brilliant changes. idea. A lot of agents don't know. They might be hearing this for the first time. And if you see that, aren't you going to be interested? The buyer's going to say, yeah. what is the rate buy down? Okay. So the average rate buy down does cost two to 3% of the loan amount. And that's the reason why we usually do this blanket 3% seller credit. 
Okay. Talk to your loan officer about the specific details because I could go into a full two hours here about how it helps the seller and how it helps the buyer. But the average cost is based on the loan amount. So there isn't a specific formula that I can do here that says if it's a $400,000 house, it costs X. It's all about how much the client is putting down and what the loan amount is. But on average, it's between two to 3% of the loan amount. And so the safe thing that I've done, and we've done literally dozens of these in the last quarter, is get a seller credit for 3%, trust the mortgage professional and ask questions so that you're making sure that you're taken care of. Wow. I am completely blown away by that. I, that as a marketing guy, that is a brilliant strategy to promote listings. I have not seen that or, or heard that. And I am so glad that you're like, what we didn't talk about how it benefits the yeah. seller. This is a, this is a great strategy guys. <laughs> it obviously benefits buyers and it benefits sellers as well. Wow. Amazing. I love that. So this is something you can put in the agent remarks. You can you can mention it, and it'll help the homes hopefully uh, get a few more eyeballs and and feet walking through the properties. Um, I love that, Joel. Great as always. Perfect uh, way to end the show. Um, I know now how I'm going to introduce the show. I'm going to say if you don't know about two one buy down, you gotta you gotta stay till the end. So when I go back and produce this episode, it's going to really, we're going to make that pop because that is really, really important. But for everyone out there who isn't already working with Joel, Joel, um, and we encourage you to get on his mailing list, email him, joel at rate.com. Joel, also, if anyone ever wants to partner with you or work with you, uh, what's the best way they should reach out? Yeah, it's actually crazy the number of people that I've talked to in the last year from here. And so people say, I can't believe you're answering the phone. And I do. Um I'll give out my direct line like I always do, which is 773-744-1968. And you can ask for Joel because I answer and it'll be me on the other end. And we can talk strategies or if you do get my voicemail, just leave me a message and I'll call back and go through some of the things that you're dealing with right now. Um, and it's all about trying to find ways that I can help use my knowledge to help you grow. Maybe get one more deal, get one more buyer, help one more seller. Awesome. Well, please reach out to Joel. He's he's great. He and the entire Guaranteed Rate team is incredible. All right, guys, we will see you on the next episode. Thank you to Joel on behalf of all of our audience. Please tell a friend about the podcast. We're, we just crossed over 2 million downloads. Um, we're very proud of that. And But we need your help. So tell another realtor in your office. Everyone's stressed right now. Everyone's struggling. This is the episode they need to hear about. Send them a link to the episode, keepingitrealpod.com or anywhere podcasts are served. Just tell your neighbor. Tell somebody who you know who needs help. Thanks, guys. And we will see everybody on the next episode. Thanks, Joel.